Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Amanda Reed, who is a former teacher helping teachers to start an online business who wish to gain time and financial freedom. Fantastic. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. You're welcome. So can you just expand a bit more on that and let us know, you know who who you really love to work with and what you help people to achieve? Sure. So I um, am from Indiana, now live in Savannah, Georgia, and I have been a teacher for 13 years, primarily in kindergarten, and was blessed with the ability to be able to leave the classroom. We got an unexpected move to Savannah, Georgia, so I thought it was the perfect time um, to exit and really follow my heart and my passions and to serve teachers. So I have been in the online space for about five years, um, started at the network marketing side of things mm-hmm. and kind of, you know, grew there and was like, you know what, I this isn't serving teachers in the way that I had hoped or wanted. Um, so time went on and I reflected, processed and um, was like, I've got to do something to serve teachers and help them to realize that there is this amazing life after teaching with all the toxic environmental um, factors and the burnout and all of those things. um, I just am passionate about helping teachers transition from the classroom to the online space to start their own online business, something that they can do for themselves and to build for their future. So that's what what I'm doing to help Uh teachers. I love that. I mean, I love, so many of our, our passion projects, our businesses come from our own experience. We teach what we, who we used to be, what we wish other people would know. So I guess as a, you know, as a teacher, you experience burnout and the, the sort of toxic nature and just tough on yes. yourself personally, right? Absolutely. I feel like that the whole work of a teacher is um, really settling for less and settling for here this is what's handed to you deal with it and work your way through it and kind of left in the dust and you know that that really stings after years Mm -hmm. and years on a person and the burnout is real it is a real real issue um so yeah just helping teachers through that is tremendous work (laughs) 
Nice. I, I love that. And when when new clients come to you, where exactly are they? Are they about to transition away? Are they kind of in a place where like I, I don't I don't know what I want to do. I don't even know what's possible. Or have they got a, a, a journey they know where they want to get to, but they just need help actually executing? Sure. Um, majority are um, coming from a place of, you know, I've really wanted to do this or try this, but I'm so scared. I don't even know what to do. I don't even know myself or I don't remember what I'm good at or my talents, um, those kinds of things. I want to do this, um, but I, I don't know where and how. So that's the majority of teachers that I, I'm coming across and, mm. um, you know, they're uh, issues and where they're coming from. Yeah, nice. Well, you know me, I love to talk about the mindset and, and what people are what people are being held back by. Absolutely. So from your perspective, what was it? What what was the sort of the the root to a lot of your your clients that if you could remove this belief, this this false belief or whatever it might be, mm-hmm. what's the one thing that if you could remove that would be so much better for everyone involved? I think the 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 self belief in yourself uh-huh. is like the number one part of people that stop them from taking action or doing the thing that they desire and have wanted to do. What does that actually look like? Because I know you've you've had an experience with this. You've gone through this sort of self doubt yourself. So. What, yes, I what does that actually look like with yourself or with clients? Um, and how does it show up? Well, it creeps in. I mean, every step of the way, really. Um, you know, you try to do new things and you want to try these new routes or avenues. Um, but you're, you're in your mind, those thoughts keep creeping in. Um, like, what if what will people think of me? What if I do this and I fail? Um, what if I fear success? What happens if I, you know, I get a great deal of success. What do I do with it? I'm so scared. Um, so I think those kinds of thoughts, um, have to be, you have to realize one that you're having those thoughts, right. And two, you have to be able to stop those lies or those thoughts you're telling yourself and turn them into a positive statement or um a an i am statement something that you can start to tell yourself that you can start to believe mm. I, I love that leveraging what you but yeah you're right it's awareness first so awareness you mentioned two things there your fear of failure the worst thing fear of success the best thing you're scared of everything so no yes. wonder people become paralyzed by having, I'm, I'm scared of it going wrong, scared of it going right. Well, the best thing to do is just stay exactly where I am. So right. Because that's comforting. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. The, the comfort zone, it's it's really paralyzing. So how, how are you able to find your way through this? What were the steps? Because I know no one's ever you know, fixed them. You know, we never have fears or doubts again because we're emotional beings. But what was it for you that allowed you to get those first few steps? Um, I would say for me, it was just the um, awareness that, you know, I was telling myself these things and I just pulled out a journal and I just start writing things that come to mind um, 
all the thoughts that I have, I just write it down, whatever's in my head, I write it down. And then, you know, going back and reading through those and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm really telling myself that I'm really having these thoughts. Those aren't even true. Mm-hmm. Um, so recognizing and being able to just sit and reflect for a while, um, and realize that what in your, you know, reality is actually true versus where your thoughts are. Are they actually really true? Um, so I guess for me, journaling is a huge thing. And then, um, which I also work with my clients on journaling, um, and then filling my head with either, um, uplifting podcasts or YouTube videos, or just getting into a book, a Mm. book that will, you know, gear you up for success, a book that will build you up on the inside so that you do feel good and want to take action, whatever that action step may be. Love that. And it's also about, I mean, having those thoughts is, yeah, that's the first step, absolutely changing our thoughts, but to be able to connect that with the emotions, because logically you get all this stuff. Logically, you know, you shouldn't fear failure or success. Logically, you know, the steps to take, logically your, your students know exactly what to do, but ah, emotionally. Now that's where a lot of the blocks come into play. So, um, yeah, I think that's an interesting sort of angle to take all these affirmations. I am enough. Um, they have a place. I'm never going to poo-poo affirmations, <laughs> but I am going to really harp on about attaching the emotion to this because just saying it, it's almost like you're crying. And I, I am enough. I am. But if you don't feel it, if you don't truly believe it, yes, that's the next step. So how you can assign these affirmations to something else that brings you an emotion. Um, the best way to do this is with experience to see this to tie in an experience where you knew um, you sure. had this confidence to so borrow that confidence from a past experience. So to tie these things in emotionally and, and logically, I think is, is such an amazing part of this journey. I agree. Yes. Um, I want to go backwards again. You also spoke about, you know, journeying down your thoughts, um, mm-hmm. powerful, powerful thing to do for you personally. How would they look when they're on paper? Because do they, do they look, ah, oh, look at you, you're only small than nothing, or they look bigger and more powerful. How, how do they come across once you see them down on paper? Um, so, well, it depends. Some of them, um, are, you know, like shell shocked, <laughs> make you kind of stunned a little bit. And, and I think just being able to look at them on paper, read them out loud to yourself and hearing, um, what you wrote down is, it almost like gets into your heart and, you know, it really allows you to feel those feelings that you're feeling of the words you put on paper. Mm. And then where do you go from there? Does it allow you to um, move forward, move away from them, or are you able to then focus on them and be able to combat them sort of one by one? Um. It, it depends. Sometimes, it, you know, it depends on the day. Um, but some of them, it, it has almost um, made me like a fuel, like a fuel in my being inside my being. Mm. And, you know, wanting me myself to take the action to 
keep moving along and overcome those fears or thoughts or whatever those pieces are that I've written down. Yeah, super. Um, okay, let's talk about your your business. So as sure. you as you first started, as you made this transition yourself, um, when you started to bring in a couple of new clients and you saw, oh, holy crap, this is this is actually viable and actually going to work. How was that experience for you? Um, I've actually only worked with somebody um like on a personal level. So I'm still at the very beginning phase and uh-huh. you know the um getting clients. So I've I've talked to quite a few teachers um on Zoom and worked through some things um uh, uh, as far as clients um still working on getting those into the program. Nice. So you're at the really exciting first stages where you get to play with how you're going to fulfill what kind of clients you actually want to be working with because yes. you get to fill a trial and error because it's it's always fun and games at the start, taking on every single client. If they're going to pay me, they can join, yes. which is often the mistake a lot of people make. So where where do you where are your challenges right now or what challenges are you expecting to come? in the near future? Um, I guess the, the main one right now is working one-on-one with these teachers who are coming from a place of burnout and really wanting to redevelop their self and their skills mm. um, to be able to start moving into the online space. Um, I lost my train of thought. Hang on. Oh, to um, have the one-on-one time right now to be able to learn, you know, where they're coming from and how I can best serve them to be able Mm. to better um, shift my program or, you know, tweak my program um, as I'm working one-on-one. And eventually down the road, I foresee um, one-on-one, but also more of the group coaching side of things. Uh, because I know mm-hmm. teachers need that one-on-one time. They need that space. They need that person who will guide them and cheer them on. But also I know that teachers need a community. So the group program aspect would be amazing for those teachers who want that small group community where they can network with each other, you know, bounce ideas off of each other, that kind of thing. So mm. I guess that's the challenge um, right now is to you know, just keep working with these teachers and developing my program based on my experience as well as their experiences and what they're bringing to the table. Nice. And so with, with your students that you'll be having coming through, what's the, what's the end goal for them? Is it in a specific area or business or is it um, really you'll help them find their way into whatever modality, whatever industry they're looking for is just that transition that you you help them with yes so it's just that transition piece so figuring out you know what are their hidden skills and talents helping them to rediscover who they really are and what what kind of online business would be best suitable for them to you know be able to have success with long term Mm. and then at the end they will 
we will have worked through and developed a business plan that they can have and take um, and be able to utilize as they need um, as they are starting their own online business. And as so as you grow through your own journey personally, who do you have around you as your sort of support network? How's your family been? Um, who, have you, who are you surrounding yourself with in your network? Uh, well, my family is amazing. They are, I mean, my husband and my kids, they are cheering for me. They know the goals that I have set and they are really kind of invested as much as I am. They'll ask me day to day, like, what, what did you, who did you meet with? And what did you get done? What did you learn? Um, and then my parents and then siblings are also um, helping me to share my podcast and to network with teachers that they know. Um, and then as far as personally, um, a lot of my former teacher friends are also being very supportive. So I've got that network um, as well as a, um, so I hired a business coach for myself. So I've got that community of people that I can reach out to and help cheer me on, you know, guide me, ask questions, um, be there for the highs, the lows, the, oh no, what do I do about this? Or I just did this. I know you guys will understand. So cheer me on, please. And, you know, those kinds of things. So that support system is huge, very yeah. huge piece. Where did you find the best support as you, as you made your transition? Was it uh, in free resources, books, podcasts, YouTube? Was it in business mentors? Was it um, just seeking out yourself or was it just about making mistakes and learning? And that's what you're going to help people through from your experience. Where did you find the best, sure. uh, the best growth for you? Um, honestly, I would say it is between books and podcasts, um, as well as, um, just going through like my own journey and, the experiences that I've had and coming across challenges. How do I react to those? What do I do in response to when this curveball is thrown my way? Because they are, aren't they? There's so many oh, curveballs yes. for left, right, oh, and center. Oh yeah, all the time. <laughs> Give me a few examples. So what, what curveball are you dealing with right now that's like, uh, yeah, I didn't see this coming? Um, well, honestly, it is um because I have been networking and trying to grow my confidence and kind of get uncomfortable, really uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, it, it's through that and networking with other people that I have <laughs> kind of in the next two weeks booked myself out as far as meeting with um, potential clients for one to um, other podcasters to be um, a guest. Um, and I'm also working with someone here, um, next week, I believe it is, um, but helping to write an insert for her birth, her book. And she was also a former teacher. So all of these opportunities are kind of just popping up and, um, it's filling my calendar, which is so incredibly exciting. And, um, I'm so excited because I know the growth is, I'm, I'm not gonna be able to stop it. So <laughs> uh -huh. 
Yeah. Nice. So you're putting yourself in these, what you describe as uncomfortable situations where you just have to do it. And to hell with it, you're going to plow forward, meet these people, jump on podcasts like this and yes. share your story because that's the only way to really go through it is to take the experience and and, and do these things in spite of being uncomfortable and anxious and have a little bit of self-doubt and those, right. those those voices in your head saying hey who are you to do this what are you doing right exactly nice so what's your what's your go-to right now to, to squash those voices what's my go-to um I think as soon as as soon as I realize that they're they're appearing and they're happening I immediately turn on elevation worship music um, through my Alexa. And, you know, I just sit for a moment and kind of listen to the words and like get myself pumped up. And then once that song is over, I pick some piece of action that I can take and just go and do it. Nice. So action wins over everything, right? Yes, absolutely. Nice. I love that. So, hey, 2023, we are we are plowing through at a rate of knots right now. So my goodness, yes. <laughs> what, you have your your private program, you have your group program. So these sound like they're going to be kind of growing at the same time as you sort of find out which one best suits you, or maybe they'll run simultaneously. But what's what's your, where's your focus this year? What's what cool stuff is going to happen? Um, my focus this year is um continuing to grow my own podcast and continuing to have guests on my own podcast. And then my other area of focus is um, growing my personal private Facebook group um, with teachers because I want to be able to have that space where I can meet them where they are, encourage them, and a space for them to get to know me as well. Because that like, know, and trust is is huge. Absolutely. Building those relationships is, is a massive thing. Um, mm -hmm. what we're doing here today to be able to you know, share, share your story, get people to know exactly who you are, because you can say all the right things, but they're buying from you. They're coming from right. your experience. They need you to guide them through this process. So I truly believe that that is, that is core to everything that, that we do. Um, and also staying in alignment, right? You need to be aligned yes. with everything that you teach, everything that you say, um, right. So for you, how easy is it for, for you to keep yourself in, in alignment? Um, I wouldn't say it's easy per se. Um, but when I am, you know, receiving feedback and continuing to talk with more teachers and really knowing in my heart, because I can tell, you know, the action that I take is giving me direct feedback of that feel good space. And especially, um, I know that, um, what I'm offering and the services are needed by so many, um, because I'm told that pretty much on a weekly basis. Nice. Well, Amanda, thank you so much for sharing your journey so far. And it's so exciting to hear the, the reach you're going to have and how many, how many lives you're going to help change and just make better um throughout yes. this process so thank, thank you. you for coming on thank you so much i You're really welcome. appreciate it um if people want to find out more about you and teachers out there want to get in touch and just have a conversation and see if you're a good fit for them where can they sure. find you 
Um, you can find me on um, actually three places. I am, you can find me um, one Facebook as Amanda Reed and then two on LinkedIn as Amanda Reed and three on Instagram. And my handle is Amanda underscore Reed. And that's Reed with two E's. <laughs> so any one of those places you can get right into my DMS and, um, I can get in touch with you right there. And your podcast. Yes, you can find, um, it's called walking away from the classroom, the Amanda Reed podcast, and it is on Apple podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts soon to be on Spotify. I'm super excited about that. Uh-huh. Um, and then also I have a private Facebook community called passionate life after teaching. Um, you can get in touch with me in that group as well. Super stuff. So anyone, if you're interested, if it sounds cool to you, check out Amanda, get in touch. Um, yeah, be fantastic. Absolutely. Yes. Super stuff. Well, again, thanks for sharing. Um, it's been, yeah, it's been so much fun talking with you. Thank you so much. This was awesome. Very great experience. Thank you. Hey, Katie. Yeah, Mark? Want to do an outro? I sure do. Sweet. Hey, thank you so, so much for listening and making it to the end. Yay, you. So what happens next? Uh, we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.